You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Friend, if you are feeling over it, burnt out, overwhelmed as heck, and honestly drowning in your business, be it because it's not financially working or it's taking a toll on your emotional health, this is the episode today that is about to become your life raft. We had our girl, Shay Cochran, back on the show because we couldn't think of anyone more suited to have this much-needed conversation than her. And we say much-needed because I feel like no one is talking about this in the entrepreneur space. But before we get into it, let me tell you a little bit about how incredible Shay is. She is the founder of Elevate Visuals, formerly known as Social Squares. Shay puts her years of work as a commercial stylist and photographer into a highly curated stock membership that supplies elevated images and video for online brands. Her vision is to enable more women to find greater success sharing their ideas and businesses with the world. But what really sets her apart is that this 16-hour CEO does all of this in just two days a week. And not only that, but if you haven't heard, Shay is one of our keynote speakers at the Heart Conference in Dallas this October 10th through 12th. Oh man, it's going to be good. Anyways, in today's episode, we go deep on a topic that we need to talk about in the entrepreneur space. Burnout, overwhelm, and just considering throwing in the towel and calling it quits on these businesses of ours. So if you need to hear truth and encouragement for that exact season, listen close today. Shay opens up the conversation around what she's seeing in the small business world lately and why she thinks so many entrepreneurs are feeling overwhelmed or ready to give up. We then go step-by-step through practical, tangible advice she has for every entrepreneur on how to assess and identify what you're feeling, why you might be feeling it, why you started this business to begin with, and what you need to change moving forward. Whether you feel like your business is just not working financially, although you love it, or it's doing fine financially, but you're hating your life and or your workload, Shay breaks down how to identify, problem solve, and begin to rework what is not working for you. We end the episode with her advice for you today. If you are currently feeling burnt out or overwhelmed, as well as what she wants to say face-to-face to you if you are in this season of just being close to the edge. We promise you are going to walk away with a page full of notes and maybe a few tears of relief and joy from Shay's powerful, gentle wisdom that every single entrepreneur needs to hear. So grab a notebook and a few tissues and let's get started with today's conversation. Folio Albums is a UK-based album supplier specializing exclusively in fine art printing with sustainability at the core of everything they do. The products are of the highest quality, handcrafted by a highly skilled team in their own Yorkshire workshop. They provide a free album design service and a range of helpful photographers' resources to support your business. Their exceptional client experience team are on hand for any questions or advice. You can even book a free virtual showroom session to check out the products and meet their team. Head over to www.folioalbums.com and use code HEARTHUSTLE40 to receive a 40% discount off a studio sample album. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. 
you're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, cause here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. Shay, oh my gosh, you are back. It I'm is time. Back. <laughs> like, I can't even begin to express the full body like meltdown that that we both went through, me and Evie, after we had you on the first time. Like the the brain melting. I don't even know what In I'm trying best to say. Way. It was yeah, like yeah, yeah. it was like the most mind-blowing, like life-changing, like oh, she just changed my life on a yeah. freaking free podcast episode. So wow, welcome back to the show. <laughs> Thank you. That's quite the introduction. And that was such a fun conversation. I wish I knew off the top of my head the episode number, but it was it's definitely worth a listen. That was so, so Evie can give a quick I'm, Google while I'm I not, talk. I'm we got you listeners. <laughs> it is episode 303. Awesome. <laughs> Everyone literally right now go listen to that. If you have not listened to that, I mean obviously listen to this one because we're gonna she's gonna slay again, but go back and listen to that again. But Anyways, Shay Cochran, welcome to the show. We are so beyond excited to have you back on the Heart and Hustle podcast. And in addition to that, you are also one of our keynote speakers at the Heart Conference in Dallas this October 10th through 12th. So wow, the fact that we get to hug you in person so soon, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, okay. For anybody that either didn't listen to that first episode or just is new to who you are. Could you just give us a quick rundown of who you are and what you do? Yeah. Okay. So as they mentioned, my name is Shay Cochran. I am the founder of Elevate Visuals, formerly Social Squares. Um, I'm originally a product and commercial photographer. Really, my entrepreneurial journey has been going on for about 18 years now. So I'm 18 years in as an entrepreneur. My husband's an entrepreneur. The work I've done has changed over the years, but most people now are familiar with my styled stock image and video membership, which I mean, as a product and commercial photographer, I just love the opportunity to help supply women with the visuals that they need mm -hmm. to spread their message, to build their business. So I've really gotten to um, connect with thousands and thousands and thousands of female, primarily female entrepreneurs over the years in that capacity. So that is what I do now. Um, I think, you know, the unique thing about the way I've done it is that I've really only ever worked about two days a week in building this company over the years. So that's always really fun to talk about. I know we'll, we'll hit on that more. And I'm also a wife of 18 years and a mom of 14 years. So you know, I'm not a spring chicken at this point. I've been around <laughs> the block once or twice. But oh. that's what makes these kinds of conversations fun um, is that hopefully I can, having gone ahead just a little bit, being a little bit ahead of a lot of the listeners, I'm happy to just share the wins and losses so that they can, people can learn. Oh, yes. Well, I also was going to say when you're like, oh, I'm not a spring chicken, I was like, but you know, you have so much experience, but you also bring like such enthusiasm and like freshness to the conversations around like entrepreneurship. 100%. It's like, it's such a weird, you're, you're a weird spring chicken shade. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like whenever I talk to you about business, there's this sense of just like wisdom and yet like 
still this burning passion that I feel like is just so beautiful. And I am so excited to kind of learn from you on this topic and kind of, I feel like this conversation so desperately needs to happen in the entrepreneur space. And I feel like specifically with Shay. Yes, exactly. I feel like Shay is the person to talk to all of this about. So I don't want to even like tiptoe around anything else. I want to just get straight to it. So Shay, my girl, how do you feel the current like entrepreneurial landscape is kind of looking right now and and feeling right now for a lot of small business owners? Because I feel like Lindsay and I have heard so many people say that they just want to quit. It is too much. It's not worth it anymore. They're selling their gear. They're going you know, back to either not working at all or corporate jobs or whatever. There's just a big shift I feel like happening in the entrepreneur space in this season. I want to hear all of your thoughts. What what are you seeing? What are you feeling and why? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I think, of course, everyone's experience is different. So you do have businesses, I'm sure, that are just thriving and entrepreneurs that are thriving. This is a really exciting time to be an entrepreneur. I mean, pretty much anything is possible Mm -hmm. um, compared to even five or 10 years ago, just the possibilities of the type of business that you can build are wide open. But I'm with you. The conversations that I hear a lot of are, I'm discouraged. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm overwhelmed. I nothing's working. I hear that a lot. I actually hear that at um, a lot of different levels. I mean, even yeah. seven figure, eight figure entrepreneurs that are like the things that have been working historically or pre COVID or whatever it is aren't working anymore. Or I've seen a lot of people that have really experienced a high degree of success financially. You know, they've they've reached and exceeded their goals, and they're kind of asking themselves like, Do I even? still want this? Like, mm-hmm. I, it, it almost doesn't matter how financially successful you are. I think for a wide variety of reasons, a lot of entrepreneurs are questioning, like, how much longer can I go at this pace? Do I even want this? Like, why isn't it working? So there's a lot there, but I think I'm hearing very similar sentiments. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of conversations about burnout. So I agree. I think that at a, at all different levels of success, we are in a, an interesting time period. And I think we see a lot of people that have even been in business for a long time, just feeling like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. Yeah. yeah. Do you think like, it's purely the economy or, or, or like, I guess, what would you think is the root cause for those feelings that people are, is it purely just like the external, like, oh, it's 2023. It's just the, what the landscape is. Yeah. It's it's post COVID. Everyone's like understood the game of like online marketing and they're Mm -hmm. over it. And so they don't want to hire or buy anything. Or is it people (laughs) truly like money is just as like money has to go farther in a, like a recession type of thing that we're going through. What do you think it is? You know, I'm sure there are, I mean, there are oftentimes economic factors and that makes sense. But I I think what I tune into is um, just the feeling that 
we all saw... So if I'm thinking back to myself um, as I was building my business 15 years ago, let's say, we all saw like one particular way of doing things. Like mm. you work all the time. You're going to like grind it out and hustle and you're going to be... You're going to have your laptop open at night and you're going to be, you know, like just on all the time and available all the time. And you're going to be on all the platforms and personality brands grow the fastest. So like you need... People want to buy from people. Not, they don't want to buy things. They want to buy from people. So you need to be the face of your brand and you need to be present everywhere. And then platforms have snowballed. And then things that worked, you know, that I don't know, it's hard, hard to even describe it, but take any given example, um, email marketing, for example, like email marketing, we were just learning more and more about what was possible with email marketing. And now there's so much education and everyone's doing the same thing that things aren't necessarily working anymore or platforms yeah. are changing. So I think there's a lot of factors at play. Uh, but at the heart of it, I think for a long time, we've just seen one way of doing business and what it looks like or takes to be successful. And I think that that while that has worked historically, I think people are kind of, it's burning people out. Um, and when it's not, when something like that isn't working because of their high level of output, <laughs> um, it just makes them question whether they even want to be doing this at all. So I think it's a little deeper than just economic or just post-COVID. I think it's yeah. what we've seen modeled and then we've been doing that and now it's wearing us thin or it's no longer working and we just haven't seen another way to do it. And by do it, I mean build a business and have a life and be healthy yeah. and have a healthy marriage and you know, be involved with our kids and also take care of our spiritual health. Like I don't think we've seen good models over the years for how to do that well yeah. and also be successful financially. So I think, I think personally, we're just seeing the fallout of that. What has worked is taking its toll and, or, and, or is no longer working. I wonder too, if there's a part of me that as you're talking, Shay, I'm so curious because, you know, Lindsay and I have been in the entrepreneurial world, like full-time for eight years or so starting mm -hmm. with photography and then getting edu education and stuff. And so in, a, in the relative scheme of entrepreneurship and business and stuff, I'm like, we've been in it for such a short window of time, even mm -hmm. though in, in some ways it's like, oh, it's been forever. But realistically, it's such a short window of the overall landscape of business. There's a part mm -hmm. of me as you're talking that I'm like, do these waves happen like throughout all of business as a whole? Like, you know, is there this big push of you know, men and women graduating high school or college or whatever, there's this whole, you know, lineup of people getting ready to head into starting their own businesses. And then, you know, five years, there's a little drop off because, you know, we, we know that number of whatever percentage of businesses yeah, don't make yeah. it even to five years. And then is there like this big 10 year drop? Are we just like in one of those waves that happens historically, repeatedly and predictably? Or <laughs> is there a slight difference? Because to me, I'm like, no, this feels different. Like it feels yeah. like there's something that's like shifting in eight years. I've never seen anything like this, but I'm like, well, but am I a part of a wave that I've just <laughs> never been a part of before? I don't know. Right. That's a random thought that I just had, but I'm like, is this something that really consistently happens? And we're all just in one of the consistent waves and we've never seen it before. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think that there's probably something to that. And I think Good growth is born through tension. So I think we go hard after something, whether this is like culturally or in our own lives, 
And over time, eventually it takes its toll and something is no, something that worked in the past is no longer serving us and we're feeling the tension. And then we start to make changes as a result. So I think to a certain extent, we're at, I would imagine we're probably at the cusp of something really wonderful in the entrepreneurial space where people are doing things differently. They're willing to sacrifice maybe some growth to have a little more uh, help, mental health. You know, like that would be a good example. Or they're willing to sacrifice, again, like financial success from the finances they could have gained from working 60 hours a week and maybe they're choosing to only work 30 hours a week or they're taking Fridays off or something like that. So I think to your point of, you know, is it cyclical? Probably to a certain extent, yes. I do think we're in a moment where we're going to start to see people being more um, aware and willing to do things differently because of the rise in mental health crisis and and the others, all of the fallout of the last few years mm-hmm. and the challenges economically with COVID, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. yes, probably cyclical. I think we're in a really cool moment where people can decide to do things differently, I guess is what it comes down to. And that the tension totally. and the frustration and exhaustion and overwhelm in this present moment can be used to really assess the situation, assess how we're doing, whether what we're doing is still working for us and make changes. And I'm actually really hopeful for what that will look like for entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. moving forward. Mm -hmm. No, I so agree. Well, and I love that we're talking about one, everyone's feeling this, I think, like, especially in the entrepreneur space, we are. But I also like, Shay, that you were like, I don't think it's just economic because I think when when I hear the buzz of people being just disheartened or discouraged that they're not getting booked, they're not getting sales, they're not mm-hmm. making enough money, I think the first scapegoat or the first excuse yeah. is just like blame it on the economy, like blame it on right. the economy, like that it just sucks, it is what it is. But I'm sitting here like, Maybe this is because we were literally just talking about the heiress tour before we started recording. And I'm like, she's a, she's about to like gross a billion dollars. It's oh, throughout people the are still spending money. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like people have money and they are spending it in hefty amounts on things that matter yes. to them. So it's like yes, the exactly. economy, yes, might it might be dipped. Like groceries might be more expensive, but like people still got cash. So yes. let's, let's, let's <laughs> reroute. spend it on something, either, exactly. you know, at Starbucks or on your business. <laughs> right, exactly. So I'm like, let's talk deeper because it's not yeah. just the, I mean, again, I don't want to say like that's not affecting it at all. I'm sure it is a little bit, but it's like that's not the only thing happening. Otherwise, things would not be like making money like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love to Shay that what you in kind of touching on like, hey, there's so many factors at play in this. I feel like one of the things that really stood out to me that I was like, I completely stand behind this is I think a lot of what we're seeing right now in this like overwhelm, burnout, exhaustion uh, in the entrepreneur space is a byproduct and a result of the nonstop hustle culture and girl boss culture that yeah. was like so heavily promoted for the last like five years. Yeah. Um, and then everyone so- now is like, I want out. Including yeah, me. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like, I think we've all kind of known, like in certain ways, we're like, oh, but you know, but balance, but it's mm-hmm. like all that was ever really like talked about or hyped up was the hustle culture. And I feel like now we're getting to the place where people are like, all right, well, I've been burnt out for two years straight. Yeah. And you know, that's not changing. And I think COVID played a huge part into that feeling of just like, burnout and, you know, triggered it for a lot of people. And there's just a lot of stuff, but I feel like hustle culture that what we're experiencing now might be like a direct byproduct of that. 
and all the other factors that we've already talked about. So yeah, yeah, I, I love it. Okay. I want to touch on with outside of like the external factors that are causing us to maybe feel burnt out or really tired or discouraged or whatever, what would you say is like an internal root cause or an internal factor? Like, okay, yes. So maybe hustle culture and COVID and the economy have all played into these feelings of burnout, but Mm -hmm. internally, what is leading so many entrepreneurs to, or in your mind, to wanting to just throw in the hat? I mean, I think we get into, it's going to be unique for each person. And probably the most helpful thing that they can do is really stop and assess their current reality because it is going to be different for some people. It's going to be different for everyone. For some people, it's going to be working financially, but it's just not working for them emotionally or they're not enjoying what they're doing anymore or um, it's not working for their family or it's not working for their health, but technically it's working financially. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be other people where it's just not working financially. Like they're not making any money. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's going to be different reasons for different... There's different reasons why entrepreneurs are just pushing hard and, and starting to feel the burnout. So I think the best thing that they can do is stop and do that self-assessment. What is actually... What is it about it? How am I... First of all, honesty. Like how are they really feeling? I don't even know that entrepreneurs slow down enough to ask themselves how they're really doing and then be honest about it. Because that's a scary question, right? Like what if you slow down and you find out that you really hate what you're doing, (laughs) right? Like that feels scary Um, because maybe you're making a lot of money doing it or... Um, you know, maybe if you slow down and you're honest with yourself, like it's just not working. Like it's not financially working for your family. It's costing you everything, but it's, you're not gaining what you need to be gaining from it. So I think I can't answer that question for people of why they're feeling the way that they are, but I think the right place to start is with that kind of honest self-assessment about what's not working. Mm-hmm. Could we actually kind of dive into both of those? Like, because I like that you broke it down. It's like, hey, maybe you're feeling this way because financially, like you still love what you do. You don't necessarily feel burnt out emotionally, but you're like, I'm not making money. Something's wrong in that regard. But then also on the other end, maybe they are making money or not, but it's like the burnout, the emotional, like this isn't worth it. My, my personal life is going up in flames at the expense of my business. I feel like those, like you just said, are two different issues that kind of are covered by the same topic. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's great. So if we start with, you know, let's say, let's say it's working financially. And I think it, it even takes a lot of honesty to get to that point because we also live in such a culture that's driven by more. So how do you yeah. ever know that you're making enough money? Because shouldn't you be making more money? You know, right, and most right. people honestly aren't even clear, clear on their own personal, like, budgets to even know how much money they need or how much money they're spending. So we just have these moving targets of, well, I sh- I'm, I'm building towards a six-figure business or a seven-figure business. Um, we have these kind of moving targets that the world has placed in front of us, but we haven't always done the work of assessing what we actually need in our own home. Like, what is it that you financially need for your family or you to be in a good spot? Is it just $2,000 a month more? Is it $5,000 a month more? Like people really don't even know what they're spending, to know what they need, to have placed 
a kind of identified financially what a success is for them in business, it's probably less money than you think. Financial mm-hmm. success for you personally probably is less money than you think it is if we're kind of using perpetually using these big targets of six-figure, multi-six-figure, seven-figure, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that there's even like work to be done there to identify how much do I really need for my business to have been a, a financial success for me to call it a financial success. But let's assume you've done that work and your business is technically bringing in a good enough amount of money. It's bringing in the amount of money that you need it to be bringing in to cover your costs, to have extra profit, to do what you want to do. I think that... Um, from there, what I would encourage them to do is is really go back to... And we're going to... This is what I love about what we're going to dive into on the, my main stage at the conference is we're going to talk about building a life you love. And the foundation of building a life you love is kind of some really core self-assessment that starts with getting back to why you started a business in the first place, why you decided to become an entrepreneur in the first place. And I think that everyone can probably pretty quickly identify for themselves in in bullet points, the one or two or three reasons why they got into entrepreneurship. A lot of times what people say is financial stability or financial freedom or the ability to make more than I was making in my corporate nine to five or I want to have more time freedom. Like I want to be able to be home with my kids or I want to be able to go volunteer as class mom or I want to be able to, you know, whatever it is. Uh, So time freedom, financial freedom, and then pursuing their passion, getting to do something that they really love, something that they wake up excited to do. Those are like usually some of the top reasons that I hear, but everyone's going to have their own reason for why they actually got into this in the first place. And it's really important that you identify or re-identify those things. But you can't stop there. From there, you really need to prioritize in like rank order those things. So let's say you said those three things. The order that you would put those in as, as to what's most important, you know, second important, third important, really does matter. Because otherwise, what can happen is let's say um, you're one of the ones that you identified is time freedom. And let's say if you really stop and think about it, that's like the biggest thing for you, right? You're a mom and you have kids and you really want to be home and present for your kids. You're married. You really want a healthy, thriving marriage. So you really want the flexibility to go on vacations, go on date night, you know, be able to be at the soccer games, things like that. But if money was also one of those top three priorities, you can be literally grinding it out to make money and losing that. You could be, you could have one of your priorities, right? The finances and the other priority is just completely um, being left in the dust, like it's completely suffering. So this is why you have to rank those priorities so that you know that uh, you, you can kind of organize your business in a way that that keep, that acknowledges and allows for those priorities to make true. I don't know, to make sense. Um, <laughs> what am I trying to say? Allowing those priorities to actually be lived out. So hopefully yeah. that makes sense. What I'm saying, the why you're doing it, getting back to that, but then the the or the priority or order of those whys really really does matter. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to I'm going to dive into that a lot more on stage but that's kind of like a starting point why did you get into this what do each of those things look like in specifics 
Like, what does that mean? What does financial freedom mean? What does time freedom mean? What is more time with my family? What does that mean? Literally, what does more money look like literally for you being as specific as possible and then rank ordering those things? And then there's a lot of other kind of holistic life assessment that needs to be done to determine what it's going to take for you to be showing up as your healthiest self. So again, just to like re-anchor us, we're talking about what about the person, the entrepreneur who it's technically working, they're technically making money, but it's just not working for them emotionally, mentally, physically. Start with some of those questions. Um, Start with some holistic life assessment and some honesty. Uh, Asking your questions like yourself questions like, what would it take for this to be fun again? Mm -hmm. What would it take for this to be fun again? So for that particular entrepreneur, I think you've got to start with some of that really honest self-assessment and reprioritizing why you're doing this in the first place. So then that brings us to our second one, which is like, <laughs> it's it's not working financially, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I like doing it. It's fun. But it's just not working for me financially. I've been, and I know people like this that have been at it for a very long time and it's like, they're still barely breaking even or they're not able to pay themselves or that kind of thing. And absolutely that can cause frustration and burnout over time because it's just not working. Literally, it's not working. And there's Mm -hmm. a lot of reasons why businesses don't succeed, right? I mean, there's way too many reasons than we could possibly cover in this episode. Like, <laughs> is it a proven product? Are there other people even doing it well? Like, were people even asking for this? How are you delivering? I mean, there's just a million things. If you are loving what you're hearing on today's episode, then we wanted to share something else you might love, The Heart Shop. It's our digital resource online shop for creative entrepreneurs. The Heart Shop is your one-stop shop for all of our online courses, luxury website templates, PDF guides, social media graphic templates, and illustrations. If you've been at your wit's end with your website design and you don't know where the heck to create a high-quality pricing or welcome guide to give your clients an incredible branded first impression, ooh, we got you. (laughs) We created The Heart Shop to serve you with the best tools and resources you need to successfully run your business. Just head to theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop and start browsing the goods. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop and we'll see you there. Want to know what both Evie and I use for our skincare? Our absolute favorite non-toxic skincare products are without a doubt Primally Pure. Yes, if you've been searching for a natural, non-toxic skincare company, you can actually feel solid about using, knowing that the ingredients won't harm you and are derived from nature, then I'm not joking when I say that you need to try Primally Pure. Evie and I have been using Primally Pure for our skincare for a couple of years now, and we are legit in love. Like, we love that every product has minimal, safe, all-natural ingredients that, I'm not joking, smell divine and make our skin look and feel healthy and beautiful. Yeah, some of our favorite products that we've used from Primally Pure are their charcoal deodorant, the cleansing oil, their lavender complexion mist, and their clarity serum. Like, Every freaking product of theirs, we're not kidding, knocks it out of the park as far as quality and making our skin feel incredible. For 10% off your order, you can use code HEARTANDHUSTLE, that's all caps, no spaces, at checkout using the link in our show notes. We know that you're going to love Primally Pure as much as we do. Again, that's code HEARTANDHUSTLE for 10% off your order today. So 
assuming that they have a really great business idea and it's a proven <laughs> you're like assuming that it's not trash <laughs> let's, let's, let's assume <laughs> a lot of different things um i would argue that a lot of people are not succeeding as entrepreneurs financially profit wise because they're just spending the majority of their time on things that don't actually matter mm-hmm. so this gets into you know uh, like this is the i hate to say that but the reality is most of what entrepreneurs are doing is a complete waste of time. <laughs> like and I, I deep dive into that or I will be deep diving into that more in the breakout session that I'm going to be doing at the conference. So I'll do a breakout session on my kind of 16 hour CEO framework and how to actually make more money by doing less. But the, the core I'm concept like- there is that if you apply the 80-20 principle, like statistically speaking, 80% of what you're doing, 80% of your hours that you're spending on building your business are only producing 20% of your revenue. And only 20% of what you're doing as an entrepreneur is generating 80% of the revenue. And most mm-hmm. entrepreneurs are just grinding so hard and so fast. They're just go, 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 go that they just haven't even taken the time to really take an honest look at it and really figure out where they should be spending their time. They're just told to be everywhere and they're trying to be everywhere and busyness feels good and all of that kind of thing. So um, the good news and the teaser I'll give you is that it is not that hard to 3x, 5x your revenue just by applying the 80-20 principle to the work that you're doing. And that's the kind of like hands-on work that I'm going to do with them at that workshop. But that kind of gives I'm, I'm literally that. trying to figure out how I can like be in the room for that. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm like, wait, I, we didn't orchestrate the schedule for the pure selfish reason so that Lindsay can be on in that. So I'm just like saying that we're not doing our breakout at the same time. We probably are. So like slaps to us on our head. We'll, we'll have one of our team members go and record it. There we yeah. go. There we go. Smarter, not harder. There Outsource we go. Okay. It. I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> It's just math. Like it's really just math. It's just that entrepreneurs are going so fast and they're, and so mindless, unfortunately. And I, I put myself in that category too. Yeah. I'll just go, 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 go. And I won't stop and say like, is that working? Is that worth yeah. my time? How much money did I ap- actually gain from that? We just have all of these like, well, I have to, I have to do this. I have to be there. I have to answer email. I have to whatever, whatever. Um, I have to be on that platform. I have to, sh- I have to show up here. Yeah. Uh, and we're really not stopping to do the, the, disciplined work of figuring out where the money's actually coming from and then just focusing in there. So anyway, I'm I, excited I, to dive deep, like oh, hands on. I like, I'm sorry. I keep <laughs> trying not to interrupt you, but I have like 5 million that you were just like speaking such freaking pure fire. <laughs> First of all, yes, I'm so excited for you to dive way off the deep end into your breakout for that topic. I feel like though what you're talking about, it. I feel like social media and the fact that we all are seeing everyone else's business, at least the highlights of it, mm-hmm. affects that so deeply of that that innate desire in us. And you mentioned it earlier to always want more, whether that's more money, more accolades. And so I think that lends yeah. itself so easily to us being like, oh, I have to be everywhere and I have to be doing everything. And that's mm-hmm. why we're not focusing on the 20% that actually is moving our business along because it's like, oh, oh, she's getting featured on there. Oh, I have to go do that. It not Maybe that doesn't actually bring you in money, but it's like, oh, it's a, it's a, 
uh, clout check that you can mark mm. off on your on your shelf of trophies that yeah. you want to put on Instagram on your bio. Like, you feel yeah. accomplished for the day because right. you yeah. showed up on whatever platform it is. Yeah, and the funny thing is that we're we're all doing what we see other people doing, but we actually don't even know if it's financially working for them. Literally. <laughs> so. Anyway, don't even get me started on that. There's a, lot, there's a lot there. I know we just covered so much, uh, you know, but there's just, there's a lot there. And I'm excited to kind of deep dive in, in both of those directions at the conference. Yeah. Oh, yes, girl. I love it. What would you say, Shay, for the person who, who's maybe sitting listening to this episode, who's like, hand is raised, <laughs> you know, tears are in my eyes, like whatever that feeling is, that's like, I relate to this. I am, you know, a byproduct or my current situation, I guess I should say, is is a byproduct of hustle culture, COVID economy, yeah. you know, whatever it is, change of, of life season. Like there's just something that has led me to this point mm-hmm. where I am feeling so exhausted mm-hmm. and I am discouraged. I am overwhelmed. I am frustrated. I am contemplating just throwing in the hat, you know, mm-hmm. calling it a day, whatever you want to say. Yeah. What are a couple of things in your opinion as they begin to kind of go back through what you have kind of encouraged and walked them through of like, hey, walk through, ask yourself these questions. Why did you start this business? You know, what what is working and what is not? Let's assess our time. Where is that going? You know, all of those things that you just walked us through. What would you say today as they begin to walk through those steps are a couple of things that a really overwhelmed entrepreneur can do right now to kind of either overcome or or combat that sense of discouragement or burnout. Yeah. I think the easiest win, so like when I picture myself on my worst days, just I, I should have three things on my to-do list and I have 22 things on my to-do list. And I know that there's not going to be enough time to do them all. And I'm already tired. And I walked into the office tired and I'm like... You know, I just, I can, I've have felt that, I can feel that. And so for that person who's like feeling the knot in their throat of like, I'm exhausted and this feels overwhelming and I don't even know if it's working or not. I would say right now, I want you to just take a look at your to-do list for today. And I want you to identify what one or two of the things on your list are directly involved with you bringing in money. So this is where we're just going to apply like at at one inch level deep, the 80-20 principle. There's only one or two things in your business that are that literally produce revenue. So like an example, if you are a wedding photographer, would be that you have to shoot the actual wedding because you're not going to get paid if you don't shoot the actual wedding. Mm-hmm. So if they could just for themselves, even within their own day, identify, okay, I literally, the most important thing I do is take that client call because that client call is the one that could result in a contract with that client or potential client. Um, If they can look at their list and just put a circle around the one or two things that are going to directly relate to revenue and do those one or two or three things first. And then if they're really on the edge of their seat, like I don't know if I can even sustain this pace for another day, then I would say take a big pen out and put a big (laughs) 
X across everything else on your list that's not under the revenue category and take the rest of the day, <laughs> take an or just an hour to ask yourself what is working and what is not working. Mm-hmm. Because half of the problem is we are just all running around like chickens with our heads cut off with a bunch of unprocessed thoughts and you have got to stop and think through what is currently happening. Yeah. <laughs> um, and be, they're going to have to be willing to disappoint some people. Maybe you don't respond to an email or maybe you, don't, you aren't able to show up for that meeting uh, with a team member that really needs you. But you have got to stop and assess like what is working, what is not working. Am I enjoying this? Is this fun? What would it take to be fun? Like ask yourself, make a little bit of time to ask yourself some of those questions that we've talked about on this episode. Um it's just it's just very hard to take the time to do that. It feels much more productive to empty out your inbox or feels mm-hmm. much more productive to respond to Instagram DMs, but mm-hmm. you're kind of dying inside as you're doing yeah. it. And there's you're never going to show up to, at your desk with an empty to-do list and yeah. say, oh, today I have time to think about what I really want life right. to look like and business. It's just never going to happen. You're not going to yeah. have a spare hour or two to, to really think through whether this is working for you and whether or not you're thriving and why, why, why aren't you? What are the things that are just mm-hmm. really sucking the life out of you? So that's my like, it's not easy, but it's simple. Look at yeah. your list, identify the one or two things that actually literally directly relate to revenue be willing to put an X through the rest of it at least for today mm. and set aside an hour or two to get outside or change rooms and answer some of those questions. Why did I get into doing this? And, and some of the other questions we've already talked through. Oh, that's so good. And I, I like that you know. mentioned like putting that like making time for it because if you don't like it, it like you said it will literally never happen you're no, not it gonna will literally never happen right, right. I have been doing this for 18 years never once have I shown up in my office and been like oh how delightful I have nothing to do <laughs> rethink through whether this is the business I really want to be in or not <laughs> you yeah. know it doesn't happen it doesn't happen It's so true. Oh, man. Well, I think like that's whether it's burnout from emotional or financial, like we said, or just like that feeling of overwhelm, we so often are just going on autopilot and we're trying to chase after whether it's accolades or finances or whatever other people are doing. We never stop to think like, why did I start my business in the first place? Why am I doing this the way that I'm doing it? Do I need to like pivot and recorrect or completely drop an offering that I have that's not working or that's, mm-hmm. I just think not enough people are asking themselves this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, th- that's just full honesty. Like that's been a huge thing that me and Evie have been doing this entire year of like, yeah. do we need this product? Do we need to do this at all? What yeah. would like, is this working for our personal lives? Is this working mm-hmm. for our mental health? Like what it like, cause I think when you don't do that, you're just going to continue along down the down the rabbit hole and it's going to continue to lead to more burnout, more overwhelm, more frustration, more lack of finances. If you're spending time doing things that don't actually matter. Uh, It's just so needed like that. I can't even express like how needed what you just said is. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I guess I I have a question. If you like, as you are a badass, first of all, like you've been a business owner for 18 plus years, you've built a near seven figure working 
oh, sorry, a, wow, I can't talk, a, a near seven-figure business working literally two days a week, like mm-hmm. you're an icon, and you seem to be thriving in your marriage, parenting, spiritual life, health, and work life, like all of the things, like I want to be Shay when I grow up. So <laughs> you, if you could look one of our listeners in the eye right now, like if they were just like face-to-face with you and they're feeling all of what we've been talking about in this episode, what would you say to them? Oh, I would say, friend, (laughs) you get to decide what this looks like. You get to decide what this looks like. We are not victims of our businesses. We're not victims of the industry. We're not victims of the economy. We're not victims of our competitors. You get to decide what life looks like and what work looks like. You get to decide how much of yourself you're willing to sacrifice to be um, financially successful or to build a name for yourself. You get to decide what work you're going to do. You get to decide whether you have a team or just go it solo. You get to decide what your priorities are. You get to decide what you want to do and what platforms you want to show up on. We think that we have to do so much and we think that it has to look a certain way and we think that what we see others doing and the way that they've been doing it is what we're supposed to do or is going to lead to success. But the reality is that you really get to... Only you knows yourself, knows your mind, your heart, your emotions, your desires, your passions, your family, the needs of your kids, your friendships, your mental health, your marriage. Only you really knows the the elements, the key elements that make up your life. And, And only you really knows what those things need. And the good news is there are endless ways to make money. Endless ways, okay? Mm -hmm. There are endless business strategies. There are endless um, opportunities to create wealth for your family or to just even just make enough money to go on a family vacation, whatever it is that's your goal. There are lots of different ways to do it. You don't have to do it the way that she's doing it. It doesn't have to look a certain way, but you are... You get the opportunity to do it differently, to think creatively, to try something new. So I think all of that falls under the umbrella that you get to decide what this looks like. Do you want to work five hours a week? Do you want to work 50 hours a week? Mm-hmm. Do you want to love every minute of it? Do you, Are you okay with only loving 50% of it? Um you do you want to be on that platform? Do you want to show up in that certain way? Do you want to create content at that amount? Who cares what everyone else says you have to do in order for it to succeed? You really do get to decide what this looks like. And there is limitless potential to have a fulfilling, purpose-filled, and profitable life if you're willing to stop and assess what you really need and how you need to be showing up in life and in business to be thriving in all of those things. It is possible you get to decide. I want to scream right now, like, like <laughs> I as just, if I'm in a stadium and like... That was, <laughs> that was just, I just like sat, like I muted myself while she talked and what well, you talked, Shay. And I literally was like, that was for me. And I know, listener, that was for you too. Like, that was just like a gift that you just gave. Like, that was just a huge permission granted that you just gave. Yeah. And just truth. Like, Shay, you, yeah, you just bring so much wisdom and clarity and truth and excitement to everything that you ever talk about. And I cannot tell you how excited we are for kind of this conversation on steroids to occur (laughs) at the conference in a room full of entrepreneurs who are all like seeking to build a 
impactful and sustainable business that supports yeah. their dreams and visions and impacts the world around them. Like that is about to be so life-changing having you there and just workshopping this so in depth with us for a couple of days. So thank you for uh, being willing to share a little snippet of that today and for being willing to like brain dump on us in October. We are so excited. I'm excited. I really am excited. I'm excited for everybody that's going to attend. Just if you're listening and you're on the fence, like just be there, be in the room that sometimes there's just, there are certain intangibles that you just only get to experience if you're in the room. Like it's that aha moment. It's that like moment of freedom. It's that one conversation. I mean, you guys know because we've all been to a conference or to a workshop or in a mastermind where it's just all it takes is that one little insight or moment of realization to kind of set you off on your unique journey. And Mm -hmm. it can be so... Um, lonesome as an entrepreneur, just sitting alone in your desk or the corner of your guest room or wherever you are right now. Uh, So I think there's just something really needed in this current moment as it relates to getting together with other warm bodies that share your same passions and visions uh, and not just... um, having more strategies piled on you because I don't think that's what's going to happen at this conference. I know that's not going to happen from my keynote. Like <laughs> you're going to get strategies. Absolutely. But sometimes it's it's not the strategy. It's like the mindset and just that one little perspective mm-hmm. shift that really unlocks your unique path as an entrepreneur. Yeah. So that's my encouragement to them is just be in the room, give it to yourself as a gift, invest in yourself um, as an attendee and be really open. Come open to say like, man, I want to do this differently. I believe that I can do it differently and still succeed and thrive holistically in my life. Um, Show up with that like open-handed and you're going to walk away just like completely re-energized. Yes, with strategies, but also with a more clear individual path for yourself, Um, unique path as entrepreneur. So be there. I will be there. I can't wait to see you. If you're there, come introduce yourself, come hug me. Um, I'm just, I'm excited to be in the room. I miss people as well. So I'm going (laughs) as much for myself just to hang out. (laughs) I know. Oh, I'm reiterating everything that Shay just said. Absolutely. And I like, I can say with full confidence, like I saw it happen in Nashville at our first one. So I can't wait to have just people like have those light bulb moments in the room. Like again, cause yeah, like everything that you said, I mean, we we talked to Amy also, and she was like, there is something magical that happens when you are in person. It's not the same as an online course. It's not the same, Mm -hmm. not that any form of education is bad. Like it's all great and it all can help, but there is something magical when you are in the room physically with people networking, understanding those light moments and having like in-person reactions. Um, So I'm going to just slip in here to (laughs) give y'all a discount because Shay has a code. uh, If you use Shay10, so S-H-A-Y-10, you get 10% off your ticket. So I'm just going to leave you that little. (laughs) Love it. Because we're all Um, about a discount. Love it. (laughs) I love it. Okay, Shay, let's wrap up your episode with kind of the three rapid fire, not really rapid fire, but just like quicker questions to wrap up this interview. The first one I am prepared with my book list. Uh, What is a favorite (laughs) book that you have read lately? Okay. So I am reading kind of a random book. It's called The Art of Impossible 
by Stephen Kotler. And what's so interesting to me about it, so it studies like peak performers, like people across industries, but especially in like, for example, the sports realm that just Mm -hmm. have done things that were like physically impossible or people who have come up with ideas, broken through things that were deemed at one point to be impossible. And it's like, how do they break through? And it explores a lot of like flow state and what it takes to kind of produce really high levels of performance. It's, I mean, I'm not (laughs) at all an athlete, um, but it's very, it's been very, very interesting to me like the neuroscience behind peak performance um, and flow state. Like flow states when you just like love something so much that you get lost in it and time just goes by for, and you don't even realize that time is passing because you're so deeply involved in what you're doing. And it talks a lot about how to get into flow state and why that's so important for doing like unique incredible, fun, life-giving work. So I'm all about that. Like just trying to challenge my own brain to think differently right now. So that is a book that I'm loving. Ooh, amazing. to my list. I know we both just wrote that down. I'm I'm here for everything that you said. (laughs) The next fast paced, not really question is what is the biggest lesson that you've learned in business? Oh yeah. Just that real quick. (laughs) Yeah. Here, I'll give you one little nugget that I've been chewing on lately. And it's I'm it didn't originate with me, but I'm hearing it a lot um, recently that you have to go slow to go fast. And I think the premise behind that is that busyness and like frenetic pace is really your worst enemy as an mm-hmm. entrepreneur for all the reasons why we've discussed. You really, the gold, like you go fast when you've slowed down enough to be really thoughtful and intentional, make very specific decisions. And that's actually what leads to speed and success and progress. So go slow to go fast. I'm still like mentally unpacking that even for myself. Oh, I love it. Oh man. Okay. Final question, Shay. Where can everyone find you? Learn from you, uh, dive into Elevate Visuals, all of the things. Yeah. And you can also say the conference. I'm just kidding. Have a conference. Absolutely. <laughs> um, if you are a female entrepreneur, please go check out Elevate Visuals. You can find us at elevavisuals.com or on Instagram at elevavisuals, E-L-E-V-A-E. Go check that out because part of the whole 80-20 concept is like, let you focus on what you're best at and delegate some of the rest of that to us. And for a lot of people, it's really helpful to delegate visuals, the imagery and the video that they need to help support their business. So part of that a20 is go check that out and then you can also find me on instagram at shay cochran and you can kind of see a little snippet of life as mom mom life wife life home life and work life oh my gosh i'm obsessed (laughs) i'm obsessed with watching your mom life because it is absolute goals so here for that Shay, thank you so much for blowing our minds once again on this podcast. I literally cannot wait to hug you in person. It's it's more than time. More than time. Uh, I can't wait. So thank you so much just for being here. Thank Mm -hmm. you for being a main stage freaking speaker at our conference in Dallas this October. And you are just literally one of my favorite business owners, one of my favorite people. So Mm -hmm. thank you for being here. I'm just excited to finally in-person seal the deal on our three-person friendship. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're going to make that meme a reality. Bracelets. I'm bringing friendship necklaces and friendship bracelets. Please do. Okay. Yes. Taylor's look heiress to her up in here. Shay, if you promise oh, that and I then don't, it. I will be sad. Oh my gosh. I love it. Thank you guys for the opportunity to have these types of conversations. It's just, it's such a gift to me as well. Oh, we love gosh. you, girl. 